Well, good morning, my friend. Welcome to the Pastor's Podcast. Friday morning, the end of the week. Here we are, another week past. Hopefully another week that you've lived serving the Lord. Going to be a beautiful day here in the Oklahoma City area. And I'm looking forward to the weekend. I'm seeing what God will do through our church as we have followed up on many. I've been so proud of our people. Over 80-something, I think it's 83 homes we had to go visit and as of yesterday, because we have a gift we give out to our um, to the um, to the um, guests that come from a home, and after yesterday, I think there was only one gift left to give get out. We'll get that out by tomorrow. So 83 people have been followed up. Want to say thank you to all of the church members from Maranatha Baptist Church um, who have helped us follow up on all the visitors that came on Easter Sunday. And I'm all how important it is that we follow up on those who visit our church immediately and let them know that we're thankful for them to come and want them to come on back. And that little touch right there is so important. I'd encourage you, um, you, you, you anybody can get involved. We have people from all ages get involved in this. Um, we had some of our seasoned saints who aren't working anymore. They would go around during the daytime, visit some of them, some of our young adults, some of, uh, many of our Sunday school teachers, adult Sunday school teachers. I saw one of them, I think it was on Wednesday night, I saw Brother Flores walk out with about five different place, um, different uh, mugs. He was going to go out, follow up on people, and try to get them back into church. And I love that when people do that. I'd encourage you, you get involved. In, in following up and trying to see people get back in the church. We have the answer, my friend. And a one time a year um, attendance to church is not good enough. If they get faithful, boy, how their lives and families could be changed. And that's what we want. I'd encourage you to get involved. And then this weekend, let's all try to get out and try to find somebody that we can lead to Christ. Just because we had a good week last week does not mean that nobody goes to hell this week. We still got to, that, that's the key, is just keep on going after the souls of mankind. That's the secret, my friend. You can never stop. Hell never stops burning, and therefore we have to keep on going and finding people who need and want to get saved. Well, today I want to talk to you about living prudently. In Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 15, the scripture says, A simple believeth every word. But the prudent man looketh well to his going. Many of our problems, of life's problems, are self-inflicted problems that could have been avoided if prudence guided our decisions and our actions. Now, God says the simple believes every word. In other words, a simple person acts without thinking. Now, there is a trust the simple has that someone would never lie to them. But that's how you get yourself into trouble. Um, many financial difficulties could have been avoided if someone was prudent with their finances. Many bad life decisions could have been averted had someone been prudent with their decisions. Prudence is acting with or showing care and thought for the future. Now, the prudent man is cautious. And he moves slowly so that they can make the wise decisions. God says that the prudent man, look, this, this is the statement, looketh well to his going. Now, I want to share with you what this means about living prudently so we can avoid many foolish mistakes. First, the prudent person is nearsighted. In other words, the prudent man asked himself, is this too good to be true? Now, you can avoid many decisions by letting common sense dictate your decisions. If something seems too good to be true, then it is likely too good to be true. you got to remember that statement. Just because you know and trust the person telling you about a great opportunity, does it mean that you should get involved 
with this opportunity. The prudent man looks to common sense and realizes that most good things come with time and they don't happen quickly. Second, the prudent man gets advice. Um, the prudent man asks himself, what do my counselors think about this opportunity or my decision? You can only blame bad decisions on being simple for so long without eventually people realizing you're a fool. You see, there's a reason God places wise people in your life. But their wisdom cannot help you if you don't tap into them and ask their advice. There's much wisdom that God has placed around you, but you, you will never know that wisdom if you are too proud to ask wise people their advice. Prudence knows that it doesn't know everything. So if it will ask those who do know what to do, as that, that they can avoid the foolish decisions. Third, the prudent man is far-sighted. Now, I said he was nearsighted, but now I'm saying he's far-sighted. The prudent man asked himself, where will this take me in the future? Every decision always affects your future for good or bad. So the best way to have a bright future is to make prudent decisions. If you live in the moment doing what makes you feel good today, you will foolishly destroy a bright future. Many have lived life cleaning up the mess of foolish decisions only because they didn't look to the future before making the decision. My friend, today will end, and you will have to live tomorrow with the results of today's decisions. Now, you had better be sure that you are willing to live with the product of today's decisions for the rest of your life. Fourth, the prudent man is frugal. In other words, the prudent man asks himself, what is the best way to get this done? The prudent man looks for the most efficient way to get things done because he realizes time is short and time wasted destroys opportunities to do more for God. Now, you got to need to ask yourself, are you making prudent decisions? Are you acting spontaneously on so-called great opportunities? Um, are, you, are you getting advice, my friend? Here's, here's what a foolish person does. A foolish person makes a decision that they want. Then they find a verse that they can twist to follow up, to, to back them up, and never ask one person their advice. Instead, they go inform everybody what they're going to do. I have made it one of my policies that when I am faced with one of those things I'm just not quite sure about, I call up some very seasoned men in my lives and I ask them, I say, now, now is this, and I tell them, I say, now, I don't want you to color code it. I don't want you to make me feel good. What do you think of this? Does this sound right? Is this scripturally right? I'm 54 years of age. Can I tell you, at 54 years of age, when something new comes around the block that nobody's heard of, most likely it is so new to God that God's never heard of it either. Now, we've got to be careful that we don't twist what we the scriptures to fit what we want. We've got to be nearsighted and look at ourselves and say, okay, um, is this too good to be true because I'm just trying to make it fit myself? Is it farsighted and, and where will this take me in the future? Understand, you better be careful of how you go about making decisions. Many a person has made the wrong decision and it affected them. I've watched people go liberal because they didn't make prudent decisions because they went on their own without getting advice 
from seasoned people. I watched people um, have to clean up a mess because it was all about the now and never about tomorrow. You listen to me. We've got to make sure, okay, I don't want to do something that's going to hurt me. I really don't. I, 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 I know sometimes we think, well, this sounds too good to be true. It probably is. You be careful with those decisions. Let's be prudent with our decisions. My friend, we only have one life to live. And only what's done for Christ will last. My friend, do it right. Be prudent in your decisions. And, and look at every decision you make. Be sure that your decisions are also protected by advice. Protected by the future. Protected by common sense. Protected by the scriptures. My friend, prudently make decisions because every decision you make, you have to live with that decision on tomorrow. You may be able to clean up the mess, but the problem is sometimes the mess spills onto your children. And you'll live that mess through your children's lives to your detriment and to your heartache and to your sorrow. So you had better make sure. Let's not make a mess. There's several generations following me. I want to make the right decision all the time. Well, my friend, I hope this is a great help to you today. Now, let's remember today, be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great weekend, my friend.